Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, all you private parties, how you doing? It's, uh, it's your good old friend. Your good old friend, your best friend in the world. I'm your best friend. I'm your only friend. I'm not your only friend because that would be... Very depressing, because you may have not met me. But um, it's Jamie here from Private Parts. Hey, listen, before we kick this episode off, um, I just want to say Francis Boole um, is in Dallas, Texas at the moment, so he can't be on the podcast, um, because it's five hours behind, and we're recording this in the morning, because if you've grabbed your copy of OK magazine this week, I'm on the front cover, and you would know that I'm doing Strictly Come Dancing. But um, I just wanted you all to know that uh, we have the most amazing episode today. Francis is not going to be on the podcast because it's going to be me. And the hilarious, the wonderful Grace Campbell is on the podcast. She's our guest today. Grace has a book out uh, today, actually, which we're recording this on Thursday. But you'll be listening to this on a Friday. So it's out. And it's called Amazing Disgrace. Uh, It's about a book on shame, her life growing up. She is hilariously funny, very open, very honest, just wonderful in every single way. She was a perfect guest. I can't even, I can't describe how epic this podcast uh, is. Just talking about private parts in general there. Uh, I just can't describe how great this episode is. Um, So go and have a listen to it. If you want to get in touch, please remember to DM us at private podcast. Uh, Send us an email, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. But yeah, for now, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, all you people out there, get ready for this. It's Grace Campbell on Private Parts. So, Grace, before we kick things off, um, I just want to say to you, I'm really disappointed that you had to cancel our podcast last night, that we were meant to do. Don't piss me off, Jamie. Don't Listen, piss Grace, me off. Listen, Grace, I'm going to say... You're a dick for cancelling our I was sitting last night. at my dining table with a picante de la casa that I had made by myself because I missed Soho House desperately. And then I get a call at 10 to 6. Oh, Jamie's still at Strictly. Why is that my yes, problem? Yes. That is... Listen, yes. Yes. Yes, yes I am. Yes, you are. Yes, and that is a I huge am. achievement. But what I'm saying now 
is it's nine in the morning, I'm grumpy, you're probably grumpy, so we'll probably end up having a fight. Francis isn't here because he's in Dallas. <laughs> so I really hope you win strictly. That's all I'm saying. I really hope it was worth it. Also, can we? I, I love the fact you were being so kind and you were saying that getting strictly is a massive achievement. No, climbing Everest is a big achievement. You know, giving birth, that's an achievement. Being asked to go on strictly is not an achievement whatsoever. Well, I will say you've been asked to do it twice. That is a big achievement. Yeah, but that's because I think they felt sorry for me the first year. So they felt sorry for me. So they thought, God, the poor guy, I hurt my foot. Uh, I then cried because I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is the moment that I, my career, I'm going to take off. I'm going to be, open up my own dance studio. Here I go to stardom. And then my foot breaks. So I just cried for pure oh. selfish reasons, but nothing else. Just purely because I was upset for myself. Of course. <laughs> but you're back now. Yeah. So to all you lovely listeners, um, we have the beautiful, the wonderful, the amazing Grace Campbell on the podcast, as you can hear. We did organise for Grace to come on the podcast yesterday in the evening, a seven o'clock. Was it a seven o'clock record or six o'clock record? Six o'clock. Six was, o'clock, Jamie. Yes, it was. <laughs> I did not want to even funny. I thought... My it, prime hour. I thought it was a seven o'clock record. <laughs> Well, that's exactly where this went wrong. No, it's not. It's not even. <laughs> I had dinner plans at seven. It's, it's not even where it went wrong. It was just because <laughs> I was I was too awkward. Do you ever do that thing where you you probably don't, Grace, but I do. If I have to deliver some bad news or some awkward news, I hold back on it. I don't. I deliver it at the prime moment of just before because that is the moment that I have to deliver it. Before that, I just don't say it. Do you ever do that? I do exactly that. Mm. I mean, I like, I get so afraid. So for example, I'm someone who will stay at like a party that I'm not enjoying because I just feel it's so rude to say I want to go. So I'll stay until three in the morning, get excessively drunk and I'm not having fun. And then I hate myself the next day, but just because I'm terrified of their face when I say I want to leave, it's partly arrogance because I'm like, well, it would be so shit if I left. So I stay for charity, basically. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on a second. So you're, I'm going to use that excuse as well. Hey, look, the reason why I got so drunk last night is because I felt embarrassed about leaving the party. I couldn't leave it because it was going to be really bad. So do you know what I did? I just got really drunk for everyone else. That's the kind of excuse. Exactly. I stayed because if I left, it would have just been a sad, sad event. <laughs> Without me. How would you know? You wouldn't even be there, so you wouldn't know. Because I have an imagination, Jamie. I know what people say when I leave. They say, oh, so shit now. (laughs) (laughs) She's gone. (laughs) What do we talk about now? (laughs) (laughs) So I know. They... They also, they do that with me. Normally, normally, you, they say, oh, it's so shit for you. Normally, people, when I leave, they just huff. They go, oh, God. <laughs> they make all these noises. Like, God, it's just... But do you ever do this thing, right? And I, I think it's part insecurity, part arrogance. But mm. I do this thing where, like, if I don't go to an event, obviously pre-COVID, because there's nothing going on now, but if I don't go to something mm. and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay at home and, like, be righteous... 
I'll lie in bed thinking, God, they're just probably talking about me the whole time. Yeah, 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 obviously. Do you do that? Yes, great. Yeah. It's called savage anxiety. <laughs> and, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm filled to the brim with it. <laughs> Literally, like, I've got one friend who just really, like, he will shame you if you don't go out and if you don't drink enough. And when you leave, I know what he says. He's like, fucking great. She thinks she's so much better than us because she isn't getting fucked tonight. <laughs> But what, but this is I'm so with you. Why do we have this this insecurity and this desire to please? And it's not everyone, right? It's not everyone at all. But it's it's it's. I can definitely speak for myself, and um, possibly what you're saying is the same to you. That we have this desire and this wish to to please everyone else, even if it's to our own expense. Even if it damages ourselves, even if we don't want to do it, we still want to please other people and make other people feel comfortable rather than making ourselves feel comfortable. Why do we do that? Well, I think, again, it comes from insecurity. Like, I think that when you think, oh, my God, if I don't go to this thing, no one will ever invite me to a thing ever again. So there's that voice that plays in some people's minds. I mean, for me, it's like, I just want people to think I'm the best and the funnest and always up for a laugh. And then I got into my, like, mid-20s, which is where I'm at now, and I'm like, oh, I cannot handle it anymore. Like, I can't handle staying out till, like, I won't even say the time of day that we used to stay out until... Go on set. What is the time of day? No. It was next day at 4 p.m., was that? No. Oh, yeah, sorry, I thought you were going to say 4am. I was like, no, that's a good time. No, yeah, like staying out till 10 in the morning, it's the next day, you're at a bus stop and people are going to work and it's so depressing. And I just like, I have to leave that phase in my life behind. Like I'm not there yet. I'm too glamorous and rich now. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. When you get loaded like us, then then you just don't yes. have to do those <laughs> things. You just yeah. I just want to age gracefully <laughs> and with money. <laughs> Honestly, I think that also I've uh, my university days and actually past that, I because um, I drank far too much in my twenties. Where did you go to university? I went to Leeds University. Oh, uh, yeah, classic. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you mean classic? That's what. It's a very hard. Classic. What do you mean? Class? Of course it is. I'm <laughs> saying there are four universities that people I know went to: Sussex, Leeds, Manchester, and what's the other one? Sussex. Um, maybe it's just those. Sussex. Sussex. What? Oh, stop it! You know people that went to Sussex. I, I've, I've never it. met anyone. Anyone? I didn't even know Sussex had a university. That's like saying the yes, University of the Cotswolds. It's called North London on Sea. That's what people call it. Everyone from North London goes to Sussex, Leeds, or Manchester. What? And they just took loads of MDMA and didn't use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and just spread STDs around the north why, of England. Why, why didn't they use condoms? Because they're for sailors. They're for sailors. I that... just think, famously, in that time when I was at university, no one was using condoms. Were they, were they taking MDMA and then they forgot to use condoms? Or was it, was it a two-parter? Is that a two-part series? I think it was a two-parter because in my experience, when people take MDMA, the sex doesn't go that well. <laughs> So I'm not sure there was much ejaculation then um, when you had people on MDMA. So I think it would be more the next day. I once invoiced a boy because I'd gone up to Leeds. Hang on, hang on. I can't (laughs) let that comment slide. I once invoiced a boy. Continue. (laughs) Continue. 
I went to Leeds. My yeah. best friend Anna, who by the way loves the shower of you, and you are a oh, huge big shout out to Anna. Yeah, she's unfortunately got COVID at the moment. Hey Anna, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, get in line, Anna. Because wow, it's it's going round the block. <laughs> I know, honestly, she's so original. I'm so proud of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Patient how, zero. How, how contemporary of you really yeah. like me. How the spring of 2020 <laughs> of you. Oh, well, it's least, at least it's not gonorrhea. Um, <laughs> okay, hang on, so you invoiced we'll, a boy. We'll okay. come on to gonorrhea. Okay, you invoiced um, a boy. So I'd gone up to Leeds University and I was having sex with a guy mm. and I said I'm not on the pill. So you know what I mean. I'm not on the pill. I don't want to have your fucking baby. And he still did it anyway. And it was the next day was a Sunday. Yeah. So I had to go to a chemist um, and buy the morning after pill for mm. £35, Jamie, on my student loan. £35. So I invoiced him. I went to his halls of residence and I snuck an invoice under his door. Did he pay it? Obviously, Obviously not. not. Obviously <laughs> not. Did you write on it? You've got served as well. Like what? Are you, <laughs> what are you doing? You like I a... wrote my bank details. <laughs> I wrote for the payment of morning after pill, thirty five pounds. <laughs> that was not my problem to undo. It was his. What, what was the threat there? There was no threat. If you had, if... well, there was no threat apart from I'll have your baby and deliver it in nine months. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll deliver it. Still, I'll also put it yeah. under your door. Literally, that's yeah, what with an invoice <laughs> <laughs> for the one pack of nappies I bought. Oh my god! Do you know what? I, I do. I feel very sorry for women um, because. You know, there, there are a lot of things, right? There's a lot of guys, guys, especially if we talk about sex, right? So for for guys, sex is sex is firstly, I, I believe, and I could be, I could, I could, I'm speaking for myself here. I think it's less personal for guys because you're not, you know, women when you have sex, something is goes inside of you. It's, it's a very kind of like, you know, it's a very sort of intrusive. Um, uh, performance because um, it's, a, it's yeah. a performance it is and secondly to that you know you, you have to worry about uh, pregnancies you have to worry about uh, lots of different things and there, there's no like warning on the tin there's no like you know e- you know even with even when it comes down to pregnancy and I was talking to my friend about this the other day with pregnancy as a, as a man and as a woman you're, you're kind of told to always use protection use protection use protection use protection and then suddenly you're told to get pregnant there's like no in between where it leads up to it, and you know I have friends at the moment who are trying to have babies, and you know they're they're struggling to have kids because it's not the blueprint that we all think. We don't think that we're all going to suddenly have kids. We all sorry, we all think we're suddenly going to have kids, but in fact it's not the case like that. So there needs to be well, more. Well, that's because especially when you're younger, you're taught that like you're all incredibly fertile, so you must be on contraception the second mm. you start having sex and I've got I've just written this book and I've got a whole chapter about this um sexual health clinic that I started going to when I was um 15 years old because I was still a virgin but I was desperate to be part of the culture of sex because I was like obsessed with sex but I hadn't, hadn't done it so I used to go to this um sexual health clinic like every week and talk to the doctor Helen and just ask for free condoms in the hope that one day 
I would need to use them. But there was this whole... And then I suddenly had this realisation. What this did Helen brand- think you were? What was Helen thinking you were? She's, she's going- Helen used to laugh at me. Like, the first time I went there, I was like, right, I need to get a pregnancy test. And she was like, OK, have you had sex? And I was like, no, but I got fingered last night. I was like, I'm definitely probably pregnant. And she was like, but did you have sex? And I was like, no, but he put his hands down his trousers before... So there were probably sperms on his fingers and then he put them inside me. And she was like, well, firstly, this happened last night. So you won't be able to be pregnant now. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sperms. He had sperms on his hand. Sperms. Multiple sperms, Jamie. You never get a single sperm. You do. It's not. It's not sheep. When it's inside. It's not sheep. You don't go. Oh, there's loads of sheep over there. It's a sheep. You don't say. Oh, look. There's one little sperm yeah. on my finger. Yeah, yeah. You say there's sperm. Oh, look. Look. What's on like, my hand? Sperm. Is sperms. No, no. It's not sperms. <laughs> Look what's on my hand. It is. Oh, Jamie, why don't you go clean up? There's all sperm on you. It's not sperm. <laughs> no, because it is sperm. It's multiple sperm. Come, it's multiple sperm. It's not just one sperm swimming along. It's bare sperm. That's a pile of shit. It's not sperms. <laughs> It's not sperm. It is. Okay, anyway. Well, what, look, so Helen... So you can... went to private school. I went to state school. Let's just Google what does the that, What does that wins. even... What is because that argument? personal to my grammar. What is, what is that argument? You can't just have an argument with me because... And Dua end Lipa it. went to my school. I win. <laughs> It's basically back to my Leeds days when I was uh, doing these and everyone just called me Bosh. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I bet you got that so much. So Leeds, much. And I love it. So much. I love it. <laughs> you love my downfall. The fact that I was hideously, hideously downcast and hated at my drama in my drama. Oh, day. grow up. You were not hated. I was people loved. just thought, oh, here's a Bosh boy. I Let's was walking in throwing money at people, so. <laughs> My joke when I meet someone really posh is I'm just like, I'm really sorry, I need to get a translator. I can't understand what you're saying. 
Okay, so hang on. So but this you, burns. I, I can understand you. <laughs> okay, um, so this burns. Yeah, so anyway, so I started going to the Brandon Centre. And then over time, I realised, oh my God, it's just girls here. Like, only girls are coming to the Brandon Centre. Only girls are coming to get tested for STDs. Only girls are coming to find out about contraception because girls have to take that responsibility from such a young age, which is why that twat in Leeds thought it was acceptable to do that to me because he doesn't have any responsibility over his own sperms. I, listen, I, I, this is... I, I don't understand the last bit of it because you said sperm, so, so I, I don't get I don't get the end of the story. So, but but I, I I have a feeling you were talking about the fact that he had no responsibility. But so this, this is okay. So do you think that if a guy, if a guy, it, as a, okay, as a as a woman, right? This this is a very tricky subject to to cross. But if you are a male and you have sex with a female, and female says we're not using contraception because we don't have any, you make that decision between yourselves. But the woman asks the man, say, look, don't orgasm in me because of this. Do you think there should be repercussions if the guy disobeys um, that? Well, I kind of do. Like I, I, yeah, I kind of do because it's 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 a very tricky subject because this actually comes down to consent, which is True. like so complicated. Yeah. And I don't know if you watched I May Destroy You, Michaela Cole's show, but yeah, this yeah, specifically yeah, I saw is one of, of the storylines. Mm. So there's a storyline where she is having sex with a guy and during sex, he takes the condom off so he can come in her. Mm. And that is classified as rape. That is, is classified it? as... Mm. But 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 what, That's why what I learned from the show? Why is that <clears throat> classified as rape? If you because because rape is non-consensual well, sex, right? That, but that is non-consensual. That is ejaculating in someone without consent. They have clearly said you cannot do this, and they still do it anyway. Ah. So I don't. I can't. I mean, maybe I'm taking that too far. I actually don't like bible me on that i'm bible in the show and just hold on let me just write that down and okay so grace has said that (laughs) put it in the bible (laughs) no but but in the show the repercussions of that are it's treated as such so that i found that very interesting to me because when i was watching that i was like fuck like that used to happen all the time to me and my friends where guys would just take the piss and Mm. you'd be really clear about where you are and the fact that you're not on contraception or this is the deal or whatever and to be fair you know there are two of you in this situation and I was also quite reckless like because it's you're using protection not just because of pregnancy but also because of STDs Mm -hmm. you know like you're using condoms with new uh, lovers as I call them because you don't want to get gonorrhea as i once famously did <laughs> no no come on you didn't you didn't get that's like catching pikachu honestly <laughs> <laughs> famously jamie uh, i got gonorrhea. you got charizard you, you, helen <laughs> was so disappointed in me helen, <laughs> helen was furious helen. helen was like grace we've had so many conversations about this you don't listen <laughs> wait wait you you didn't you you, you contracted gonorrhea what happens when you get gonorrhea oh i just it got treated very quickly and then it went away um but it was so bad because this is in the time of my gap year Mm -hmm. so i was traveling all around the caribbean um i was on my own and that year i was just live laugh love free Mm -hmm. and i wasn't very using protection but i would just say oh by the way do you have any stds that's what (laughs) i would say (laughs) yeah uh, that's always that's always they always tell the truth on that one (laughs) they always they always know (laughs) listen 
Look, before we have sex, do you promise you don't have any STDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah and I, I promise. I wouldn't say show me the papers. I just say, do you have any STDs? Or if I was speaking to a French person, vous avez des disease? Is what I would say. Do <laughs> you have a disease? <laughs> Oh my god! God, and they if, just say yes. My disease is I'm in love with you. <laughs> did they say as soon as you said, "Do you have a disease?" Did they go, "Wait, hold on a second. I think I've just come," because <laughs> that has turned me on. <laughs> boy, oh boy! If you did that, my sperms yeah. would be going everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really trusty method. Um, no, I'm joking. Anyone listening to this, people get so angry at me when I speak about this publicly. Say like, you are promoting unsafe sex. And I'm like, no, I'm saying that is not contraception. Use condoms. Use contraception. Don't just ask someone. It's like saying to a random person outside your front door, "Have you ever burgled before?" And then they go and burgle your house. <laughs> But it's but the problem is, and and we do, and we're going to me- talk about your amazing new book, Amazing Disgrace, which is 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 it out now? It's out today, Jamie. You it's out today. That's why. See, that's why we did the podcast. Day. That's why we did the podcast <laughs> today because it's out today. Everyone, can we get it on Amazon? Where do we go and get it? Amazon, Waterstones, everywhere. Audible. It's it's you can get it in any form you want. Amazing disgrace. You, you, it's it's a it's a book about shame and, and things like that, and we're going to get onto it uh, for sure. But it, but it's interesting because what what is until you're the age of again this is this is my own opinion until you're the age of about twenty seven, sober sex is a myth. I mean you just don't have sober sex, and so when you're when you're intoxicated or whatever, and you're and you firstly your cognitive thinking goes out the window, so you're not even thinking about what's right, what's wrong, what's all those different things. So people, you you kind of bypass that kind of thinking, well, you know, the, what about this and those worries and those concerns. You're kind of just drunk and you just go for it. So this is the reason why lots of SCDs are spread and people get pregnant and stuff like that. So how do, we, how do you control that side of the thing? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think it is difficult because, like, that point of, oh, it's not as good when I'm wearing a condom... You know, which, Why you've got like, we've all, because that's what they're like, oh, please. <laughs> Who's begging? Is Who is begging? No one. Jamie, they beg. <laughs> beg. Grace. They're like, they oh, please, it's not the same. <laughs> that is what they sound like when they are <laughs> desperate to go bareback. Um, so, <laughs> Um, so I, so, so that's one thing. Anyone listening, don't fall for that stupid fucking voice. You all know what I'm talking about. You, Jamie, you know, don't fall for that shit. I always it's fall bollocks. for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, you just stop- roll over on your back. <laughs> God, you've you done the, the voice. voice. <laughs> you've done the voice. All right. Fair. Okay. Just this once. <laughs> oh, sperms are everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> So don't fall for that shit. And I'm speaking particularly to people under the age of 25. So your thing about 27, I think sex before the age of 25 is basically redundant. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not... You get into the good sex after a few years of properly doing it, right? After... I lost my virginity when I was 18 years old. You're probably younger. But I... Yeah, I was. From then on... (laughs) Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, I definitely was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 100% 100% I was. <laughs> you were in your third year at Leeds. 
Me and Ronan Keating. <laughs> Ronan Keating lost his virginity <laughs> at 23. And Jimmy Carr. Did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I didn't lose my virginity Famously, at 23. Wow. I did not lose my... I lost my virginity very, very early on because I was, again, one of those people who just wanted to get rid of it. I, 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 it, was, it, was like, it was like a, you know, like the shadow, this net, this thing. Oh, God. And, and it's a bizarre... And, and again, for... For, for females, there's this pressure, as you said, to, to lose your virginity. Why? Why? You know, it's not to, like, lose your well, hair. Well, exactly. Exactly. And I get so many DMs from young girls, because I do lots of stuff on my Instagram about, like, sex and relationships, and I get so many DMs from girls being like, I'm still a virgin and I'm so ashamed. And I always say the same thing to them. I'm like, sex before you're 25, as a woman, is fucking redundant, because men don't know shit. Teenage boys think the clit is literally a button that you just press and then bingo, it's done. You won't come for a while unless you know how to do it and then you show them, but you won't feel confident enough to do that for a while. The first three years of sex for me were so boring. Like, I was so underwhelmed. I would just be, like, disassociating. When will this be over? I want to leave, but I kept doing it because I was like, eventually it will get good. Mm -hmm. And it did. It's just a process. I don't know what your question was, but what I was saying... No, but it's true, but it's it's about about this... It's about this this virginity (laughs) that you want to get rid of for some reason. Like, it's a disease and everyone feels like they want to get rid of it. And it's so true what you said about... that. Honestly, I, I, I thought I was, like, Casanova in the bedroom. I was that um i was honest i was so bad uh to the point where when i first ever had sex i i i put a condom on and i just dry humped this this girl and i thought that was sex that definitely wasn't and she said to me have you done this before and i went yeah loads (laughs) yeah that's that's, that's what happened and then then the worst one of the worst days of of my life to to this day was I was probably about 17 I was 17 years old I reckon and I had just uh hooked up with this really really good looking girl this sort of the girl that everyone thought was really hot and I was like so excited and it was like and I went to an all boys private school you probably haven't guessed and I honestly walked back into school like it was a western and I kicked open there and I was like pew 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 boys the sheriff is back in town and they were literally like what's happened I was like Kuh holstering my gun <laughs> my penis gun <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said to them oh I just hooked up with so and so and they went oh really what happened oh my god give us the details typical young boy you do you go oh, I'll give you the details so I said oh well I I, I, uh, I you know I, I performed uh, the old I don't know what the word I performed the old fingering <laughs> on, on, on the girl and they went really really like yeah but you know when you were uh, 17 in front of a whole group of boys and the older, younger, whatever. And I went, when you, you know, when you guys, when you go really inside the vagina, we're all the way inside when you're doing that and you find the clitoris. And they all oh went, my God. they all looked and went, huh? And I went, <laughs> when, you, when you go inside the vagina and right at the end, that's where the clitoris is. And they went, huh? And I was like, <laughs> what have I just said? <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, and you just don't know as guys. You—that's the kind of shit you live with forever. I'm afraid For- that's the kind of shit you never forget. Forever, for literally forever. Um, hey, hey, Grace, listen. That's the end of part one. We got to pause there um, because we have got to come back in part two. Okay, well, part two will be way less <laughs> X-rated. Well, listen, it's, you, listen, you're, it's your fault. You're bringing the smut. You're bringing... The, I know. This is literally all I do. <laughs> you're bringing this smut. Modern Mary White House. Oh, 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 oh,
Please, it's just not the same. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're going to see you in part two. Ta 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 ra ta ra ta ra. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.